the other things that I think is really neat about Apex Gathering is seeing these two worlds kind of converge, like the worlds of people who are in marketplace ministry and people who are in vocational ministry, um, and seeing like watching them sort of like talk about their stories and where they're at and what they're going through and then seeing how the perspective from you know like a vocational um, minister somebody who maybe is a missionary or a pastor talk to somebody who you know might work in the business world hey everyone welcome back to the community and purpose podcast so glad to have you with us today hello Um, everybody I'm Callie, and I'm here with my husband, Austin, who you just heard from. What's up? And we're just so glad that you have decided to spend your Thursday with us. Yeah. Every every other week, we put out another episode, and uh, just about community and purpose. We believe that the intersection of community and purpose is uh, really the life that everybody's looking for, um, to be able to do things that matter with people that matter. And so uh, just uh, we pick a topic, um, and we talk about it every other week and launch a new episode. And uh, we're excited. We're uh, we're going to be stepping into maybe a season where we're going to be bringing some other people in. Hmm. Um, so uh, a little bit of variety in, in the voices that are going to come and yeah. have conversations. And uh, but uh, today we're going to talk about kind of a significant chunk of our of our world and yeah. part of our community and a part of our purpose. And so. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah, we're really excited to chat with you guys today and tell you, yeah, a significant way that we see the intersection of community and purpose in our own life. Um, And that's through one of the um, organizations that we run and um, just believe in deeply, and that's called the Apex Gathering. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that we, it's crazy how long it's been. Yeah, Yeah, And how many, like, versions of it we've had. Yeah, Yeah, it's been, it's been 13 years. Um, which is wild that we've been doing this so that makes you feel super young um it's, but uh we just yeah. started when we were 13 so right yeah we're fine so, being 26 it works out pretty good <laughs> but no it's been uh, it's been running and it started off with uh when we were youth pastors yeah and uh going to a conference um in in the south and there was three thousand other youth leaders together and it right. was rah 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 and amazing and ready to roll and then got home and we walked into a really, really tough season in ministry. We walked into a season of um, a handful of the suicides in the high school that we served. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, uh, yeah, about six in, in about eight months. Yeah. Uh, suicides happened in our high school. And Just really feeling like we had no idea how to handle this, how to tackle this, what's the next right step. Like we just had no idea. Yeah, it wasn't anything that we had talked about in any of the conferences that we had been to. And then also feeling like we went to these conferences with all these other people and had all these great speakers. And then we left and came home and walked into a mess and walked into the unknown, into the darkness and had nobody to, no resources, one, and then also no relationships. Nobody to walk with us and help us, like even to just say like, you know what, I don't know what to do either, but let's, let's walk this road together. Yeah. And so out of that um, kind of felt need for us, we felt like there's probably other people that wanted to do that. And so we, we launched Apex Gathering, um, which at that point started with just youth leaders. Yeah. And then, um, we found that the the tenure of a youth leader was about 18 months. Yeah. And so uh, youth ministry, just for whatever reason, seems to be a little bit of a stepping stone mm-hmm. um, into other things, whether it be into the marketplace, into uh, ministry in some other capacity. Right. And so felt like we had all these youth pastors that we loved and were spending time with year, you know, for a year yeah. and loved and had a relationship with. And then all of a sudden at the end of 18 yeah. months, so at the time of the second event, 
Right. When they could have come back and had another year of encouragement and resourcing, right. they had moved on to something, and all of a sudden they were outside of the scope of what our conference was about because it was all about youth ministry. Right. And so uh, we morphed it into what we call kingdom builders. Yeah. And so we moved it to including everybody who their primary focus in life is to further the kingdom. And that might sound strange. Um, honestly, we looked around and did all kinds of research to find out, try to figure out, like, what is what is it that makes us um, – the same, whether we're in marketplace ministry or we're in church ministry or we're in the mission field, like whether it be in the secular space or the spiritual space, like what is the, what is the terminology that works um, across the spaces? And really we came up with the, the language just to say that if the primary focus of your life is to further the kingdom, so you're a kingdom builder. So like your life, whether you are, yeah. you're working a construction job, you're a doctor, you're, you sell insurance, you're a realtor, whatever it is that you're doing, if you do that to allow yourself to bring the kingdom to earth and to further the kingdom, whether that be through generosity, through serving, through meeting people, through caring for people, whatever that looks like in the marketplace, that you would have a space as well. And then also in the ministry space, whether you're a lead pastor, campus pastor, youth pastor, yeah. Yeah, kids director, uh, whatever, if you, if you work at a church in some capacity and everything in between. Sure. And so uh, we call them kingdom builders. And so we shifted to Apex Gatherings, um, and it's for anybody who is interested in seeing the kingdom furthered um, on, on earth. Yeah. And it's a really, um, like, sweet time to just have people from all different walks of life, you know, all different careers, all different, you know, um, come together and just spend time together. And I think so often in our society, like what you do as a job is like who you are. Right. And so this idea of being a kingdom builder is like the overarching theme that, you know, like that's, that's the most important thing about who we are. Yeah. My primary focus is, is my relationship with Jesus. Right. And, um, it's been, it's been great because I think that, I think the spiritual space, I think the ministry world mm-hmm. desperately needs the business world to yeah. influence and impact yeah. in, in the sense of like in business, there is an urgency to, to excellence. Yeah. There's an urgency to make sales. There's an urgency mm-hmm. and an excellence. Like you have to produce a great product. You have to present it clearly. You have to, you know, have your, have your head on a swivel in the business world or else you become obsolete. And I think that the church world, the ministry world, the spiritual space, a lot of times there is this like idea that it's okay to do things a little bit crappier and a little bit like kind of, well, it's just, it's just church. It's fine. Like we're on a budget. Yeah. It's just church mentality. And like, it's okay if you don't do it. Yeah like to the best of your ability, like, like God's grace, yeah. like it'll covers the rest. And like, <laughs> yes. you know, like, but I think that there's a, there's a need to say like, actually, I think that Jesus was one of the best strategists in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he sends people out two by two to every town and city to go and to share the gospel with people like that is straight up business strategy. That's door to door sales. Yeah, right. And so like we, I think we've drifted a little bit. And then the other side is, is I think that business leaders in the marketplace could use a little bit of the the ministry world to understand that that actually sales aren't the most important thing. That actually people are the most important mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. That there actually is like a, a greater purpose to whatever it is that you sure. sell to doing your construction job to the very best of your ability to Caring doing it with a high quality your team. Yeah, and like yeah. having a culture of your company that is valuable. Um, yeah. I think that both of those we really teach a lot to one another. <clears throat> and we can learn from each other totally. um, a great deal. And so that's why we love the space. And so we limit it to um, 35 people. And so we have a uh, two and a half days where we get together. It starts on a Thursday night and goes till Saturday night. And uh, we get together and um, have a, 
have a time to restore and to yeah. pause. I think one of the things we do really poorly in our society is pause mm. and uh, just take so time true. to actually reflect. It's always just like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And we find our entire lives caught in the whirlwind um, of our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During these two and a half days, I, I'm not really out and about as much like my job at Apex is a lot of um, behind the scenes, like food prep, um, invent, like making the space feel cozy and homey and all those things. Um, but I, like, I think for people listening, like it feels maybe daunting or like to try something new like that. Yeah. So like maybe walking us through like a little bit, like what, what could be expected if you were to, you know, come to an apex gathering, like what, what would give us a general feel of what it would be like? Yeah. I think there's a couple of things that we really strategically do at our events is one, they're intentionally small. I think mm-hmm. that's like we're we're not interested in larger. Right. We're not trying to make this an enormous. Like there will never be a time where there's 150 people in the same room uh, sure. that we would just add other events mm-hmm. that would be limited at 35. And so it's important to understand that we do that to create to create a safe space to where you could actually build relationships. I think it's easy to mm-hmm. say, yeah, we're we're in this to like resource and relationships. But, like, you can't do that in a room of 3,000 people yeah. unless you're, like, the super outgoing, yeah. network-trained, like, the person. extra extrovert. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, for anybody, whether you are introverted, there is a very casual atmosphere yeah. to say that you can you can share and know and be known as much as you are interested in. And then also our, our commitment is, is that when you register for an event, that there will be a year of connection. So we have gatherings every month right now. Um, we were thinking actually that might be a little bit too often. And so we're thinking about maybe going to quarterly connection times mm-hmm. throughout the year just to check in. How's life? How are things? Yeah. How was that thing that you were dealing with this summer? Um, so that's kind of the first piece is it's very relational. Um, it, it has both... Um, like intentional teaching times from people who have prepared talks and who have thought of things that leaders are are facing problems that are being seen in yeah. the in the business world or in the ministry space yeah. and they share that and then there's also time for um, attendees to be able to share like what are you going through what what's a challenge that you're facing a place to ask questions and to mm-hmm. um, just to share with one another and to resource each other um, so really really great in that sense we um, I, I tend to like this. I, I think some people like are annoyed by this, but we we were intentionally a little bit mysterious about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that part of our inability to slow down and rest and to pause is that we are, as leaders, we are incredible control freaks. Yeah. Because we're so used to being in charge of everything that we get used to knowing everything. And so, like, actually, it creates, like, an inability to be surprised mm. and to be cared for. Yeah. And so we it's we true. just kind of lay out a blank slate and kind of give a little bit of a schedule. Um, and really, the people that find it irritating are the people who are the most control freaks. Mm. And so, like, that that's an intentional piece. Yeah. Um, and it's nothing, like, surprising, like, oh, okay, we'll see <laughs> you guys in the morning. And then you get down there and it's like, okay, we're going skydiving. <laughs> like, it's nothing yeah. crazy. It's just, like... Yeah. We, we want it to be a place where like the next thing that's going to happen, you don't have to, you'd have to begin to create a space in your brain to yeah. prepare for the next thing. You don't thing. have to worry about the details. Yeah. You know? We will, we will have yeah. everything that you need yeah. in enough time for you to be able to participate. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's uh we, we really want that to be a space where you can come in and you don't have to know what's happening. You don't have to be prepared. You don't have to try and put every your Sunday best forward. Yeah. that you can you can simply come and attend and be a part of it and it's incredibly hard for leaders 
Yeah. And so um, we, we all come in with the, in the same condition. And so hmm. I come in as somebody who's been thinking about it for an entire year. I come in in desperate need of that time to be in relationship and community with, with people. Yeah. Um, and so just knowing that that's kind of a big piece of it. Uh, we share meals together. Everything is together. There's, um, we provide lodging. Yeah. And so you come, you have your own room, so you're not bunked up with a bunch of other people. And so yeah. we really want it to be a, a restful time uh, for you to come and to pause and to reflect and to yeah. maybe dream a little bit. Um, yeah. to like really dig into what it is that you're thinking, feeling and experiencing. Yeah. I think it's a, a good way to look at it is like, you just don't have to worry about any of the details. Yep. Like all the details are thought of for you. We, you know, we try to think as far ahead as like, what if someone forgets a bath towel? Like we have extra bath towels. Like yep. we have, we have gone down the road so many steps, yep. even when thinking about scheduling so that you can just simply like be, yep. and that's so often just not something you get to do in your everyday life. You're always thinking like, okay, well in three hours, like then I should start making dinner because the kids are going to be home and they're yep. going to be hungry and X, Y, Z things. Yeah. Um, and so I think that we, we just really tried to put that at like the center of what we're doing at our experience. Um, I was going to say one of the other things that I think is really neat about Apex Gathering is seeing these two worlds kind of converge, like the worlds of people who are in marketplace ministry and people who are in vocational ministry. Um, And seeing like, watching them sort of like talk about their stories and where they're at and what they're going through. And then seeing how the perspective from, you know, like a vocational um, minister, somebody who maybe is a missionary or a pastor, talk to somebody who, you know, might work in the business world and how they can actually like have really good information for each other, like good perspectives to share and how that might like change how they see the situation that they're in. Yeah. And like those relationships have been so fruitful and like to see them go back like into their everyday life, knowing that they have these connections, knowing that they have these people that they can call and be like, oh, gosh, this is like this really tricky season I'm walking through. And like this other perspective outside of everyone else in there, you know, as a pastor, like all these other pastors might think about it the same way you do. But having somebody who's in um, the business world might think about it totally different. Yeah. And, And just like the crazy like commonality that there is like at the core, like we're all like humans yeah. and like our common like thread is, is that we're all wanting to like further the kingdom. And like with that as the foundation, like everything else, like the common threads of like the challenges of ministry and the challenges of the marketplace are so incredibly similar. Hmm. Like the challenges are the same, but oftentimes the business response and the ministry response Hmm. are different. Yeah. And so understanding like so maybe true. there's a maybe there's a place for that common ground yeah. to actually be the foundation. And so it, I totally agree. I love that. It's been it's been really fun to see kind of that overlap. Yeah. Because also the really, really cool thing is, is that also transition has happened. So in 13 yeah. years, right. kind of what we saw at the beginning. Also, now we've had people who have come to our gatherings who were in full time ministry and over the course of the last five years, mm, right. they have now transitioned into the marketplace and right. to understand that actually like their community remains, hmm. like their place in this community still remains That's so true. intact yeah. because they didn't come in as a pastor. They came in as a follower of Jesus. They came in as a kingdom builder. Yeah. And so they still have a seat at the table because the primary focus of their life is still to further the kingdom. Yeah. It's not to build their ministry or to build their business. Right. It's to make Jesus known in the world. Mm. And so like, I love, I really, really do love that. It's really been a beautiful thing um, to see people and watch people 
um, kind of transition in life and be able to still have a seat at the table and to still be known and to still say like, actually your career is not, yeah. is not the most important piece of why you are a part of this group. Right. And so I, I've loved that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. All that to say is that we have our next event coming up this summer yeah. and we're starting to, um, ask, you know, open the application. So if you're, if it's something you'd be interested in, like applying, going to our website, apexgathering.com and, um, applying. And, um, we would love to have more people come and join us and experience the life change yeah. that happens at Apex Gathering. Yeah. It's, um, what we found is, is there's two things that Callie just said that probably are like, oh, what does that mean? So we do it by application. And so it's not like uh, just anybody and everybody go and register and pay your registration fee and then right. like you're in. Like we do an application because we truly believe in the power of having the right people in the room. And so like knowing that like if there is 90% ministry leaders – or 90% business leaders, or um, it doesn't work for you to come in July, but maybe you could come to something in the fall, knowing that you can apply and like, we can find a place for you to be able to fit Mm -hmm. um, where it, where it works out. Cause some, some years it's really heavy business leaders and sometimes it's really heavy ministry leaders. And so we want to have an application process to make sure like, what's the best fit what's the best room, um, that we feel like you fit into and like, where is like, where is God leading? And so we take all of those applications and then we let you know, um, that you've, uh, you've been accepted. And so that's kind of piece number one, yeah. um, is just kind of the application process and then understanding that you have that opportunity and then they're open right now for you to be able to, to go and apply and you can bring, bring a friend and invite somebody to join you, uh, to be a part of it. That's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I think like the other piece of, you know, when you talk about when we talk about community and purpose being like a really really like I truly believe in the power of doing things that matter with people that matter Uh, for us apex is really that yeah like we we Mm -hmm. really have found that uh, we are able to lead this nonprofit with the people that are nearest and dearest to our heart and so we lead with a it's 100 volunteer led so uh, nobody's taking a paycheck like we all just do it because we believe in building the kingdom right and a part of our ability to build the kingdom is to put on gatherings to bring leaders together to say that this is important um and so with all that said the second piece of that challenge is when you said when you see the application the wording is kingdom builder and leadership. And so oftentimes I think that people read that and they're like, I hear this. This is the phrase I hear. I'm just a single mom. Yeah. I'm just a stay at home mom. Yeah. I'm just a school teacher. Right. I'm just a contractor. Right. I'm just a real estate agent. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a leader. I'm not a leader. Yeah. I'm not a minister. Like totally. I'm not a missionary. And like the, the phrasing being like, well, if you're not in a vocational ministry, if you're not a pastor or you're not doing this for your job, that you're just doing something else. Like, right. like I'm, I'm like a second class citizen. Right. And like, that's just a lie. Yeah. Like there is nowhere in scripture. Jesus says nowhere that like when he walks up and he, he sees people who are doing things in the marketplace where he's like, oh man, if you really want to do something valuable with your life, you'd go and you'd be a pastor. Yeah. Nowhere. Right. Like he actually, he actually takes tax collectors who are living in the marketplace and he sends them out on mission to further his kingdom as a tax collector. Hmm. 
as a person who's in the market, as a person who is known. And throughout the Bible, yeah. you see it everywhere where they are doing something in the world and it, that is a, it gives them the ability to be able to share the gospel of Jesus with, with people. Way more people than a pastor. Way more people. Than ever would. Be I constantly to. am saying that. Like the people who are working in the marketplace, your ability to love and care for people who are lost and broken and hurting and share Jesus with them with a smile, with a conversation, with a prayer, with something simple is exponentially more than the church. Yeah. Because the church is a place where people aren't going to come in until they see a desperate need for it. Mm-hmm. And so there's such a huge need for that. And so what I want to say to you who feel like I'm not a leader, yeah. I'm not a kingdom builder, I'm just this, I'm just that, don't believe that lie. Yeah. We have got stay-at-home moms who come and they understand that their ministry, that the way that they further the kingdom is that they share Jesus with their children in their homes yeah. every day by the way that they live. Yeah. And that they're raising humans in the ways of Jesus. And that is a significant calling. Yep. And if you're a contractor, if you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, if you're a real estate, whatever you are, that like the people that you interact with, like they see Jesus. I I like to talk about it as scripture uses Jesus as like the aroma of Christ. Mm -hmm. And like what I like to talk about is like when you walk into your grandma's house or your mom's house on Thanksgiving, you know what the aroma of Thanksgiving is, right? Like, you know that smell. If I could bottle that smell and bring it to you and I could say, do you know what this smells like? You'd say, that's my mom's house on Thanksgiving. That's the same with Jesus. When people encounter Jesus with somebody else, it's the aroma of Christ. It's the aroma of care, of compassion, of empathy, of love, of grace, of forgiveness, of joy, of all kinds of different things. And so knowing that like you have an incredible ability and ministry in your life um, to be able to share. And so like, don't read any of the words and disqualify yourself Mm. from applying. Yeah. If you are a single mom, if you live in a boardroom, if you're a board member, if you are a business owner, if you are in middle management, if you're a pastor, if you're a youth leader, whatever you are, it works for you to be a part of it. You are a kingdom builder. And someone is following you. Like whether or not you think you're a leader, there is someone who is following you. And right now it might only be you. Yeah. It might just be you. Like who is doing something and trying to start something and trying to do something. I actually don't believe it could just be you because you like, unless you live in a cave in the middle of nowhere, which means like you aren't hearing this podcast. So if you're listening to this, that means that you have a phone, that you're connected to the outside world, that you do something for a living, that you come from somewhere. And so like you have somebody who is you are leading to someone. You. Yep. Whether you know it or not. Yes. And so I think for a long time I fell into that category. I'd be like, I'm not a leader. Like I'm just Callie, you know, like I don't lead any like, but I lead our I lead our kids a lot. I, mm-hmm. you know, I work at a job and I lead people, whether or not that's my goal. That's right. actually what's happening, yep. you know? And so I think just stepping into that even confidently and just saying like, I might not see myself this way, but I'm going to challenge myself to do this and know that I am a leader and I'm going to claim it. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And so, yeah, we'd love to add you um, and have you be a part of it. Yeah. Um, it is, it's my favorite weekend of the year. Hmm. Honestly, it is, it is just an incredible time. It is so like fulfilling and valuable. We have, um, we worship and we do it in a unique way. We do some stuff outside and we have campfires and yeah. s'mores and snacks. And, um, we do a lot of really, really fun stuff and I'm not going to let all the cats out of the bag, but we do some fun things, um, for, for people. And so maybe you're hearing this and you've been uh, to a conference like this, or maybe you've even been to a conference a few years ago, one of our gatherings a couple of years ago. 
um, or maybe you're brand new to this, I just encourage you to apply. And uh, for me, I think it's just a way for us to say, like, why don't you let God be the decider? Hmm. Like, just to say, like, I'm going to just faithfully apply and see if this works and makes sense for me. Um, And if it does, then, like, God will open the door. Um, And we we intentionally make it affordable. So we have got an incredible group of stakeholders um, that invest in this uh, nonprofit, invest in this ministry, because they believe in the power of kingdom builders gathering together, being known and being resourced um, for the work of the kingdom. And so uh, those those stakeholders make it so that we can keep it affordable um, for anybody and everybody um, to be able to get away and spend spend time investing in themselves. And so um, it is our favorite time because we yeah. get to do, we think it really matters. It's yep. a part of our purpose mm-hmm. and we do it with the people that are most important to us. Our closest friends are the people that we lead this with. Yeah. And so we uh, we absolutely love it and would love to add you to it. And I just think uh, it, it's just a sweet time um, and would love for, and if it doesn't work for you, like, honestly, you could apply and maybe that weekend doesn't work for you this year, uh, but we would love to put you into the the hopper yeah. to have you offered other opportunities. Um, we are growing and trying to add another event, maybe even this year, depending on kind of where we're at. Cause again, we limited at 35 and so wanting to limit it to a place where people can come um, and be known and a safe space. And we're not adding people here and there and everywhere. Yeah. And so I would just say like, just apply. Yep. And uh, kind of let the let the chips fall where they may, um, because it's been it's been incredibly valuable for us, and it's really been some it's really been the place where I feel like uh, community and purpose for us has really really aligned. Yeah, they definitely collide at yeah. Apex for sure. Yep. So. Yeah. So apply. Applications are open. Yeah. Apexgathering.com. All the details about who we are, what we're about. Um, and then the application, if you're doing it for the for the first time, click the first time apply now button. If you're a returning alumni, um, would encourage you to click that. We'd love to have you come back and be a part of it uh, for another year. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, just I wanted to share a little bit of that. We kind of allude to yeah. this, this thing called Apex. We talk a lot about the fact that we're pastors and that we run a church, but also Callie's in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she really is an intersection of that. And so having Apex be a part of our life and a part of our summer, uh, we're really, really excited about it and would love to have you be a part of it as well. Yeah, so sure. head over to apexgathering.com. That um, will be in the show notes. So you can click that at the bottom. Um, and then if you have any questions, as always, you can email us at podcast at apexgathering.com. That's actually who hosts this podcast. And so an extension of our community and purpose with Apex Gathering is this podcast. We wanted to create a space where we could truly talk about life and community and purpose mm-hmm. and what it looks like in our lives. And so um, that's why it's podcast at apexgathering.com is because this is an extension of, uh, of that nonprofit, of that yeah. um, ministry. And so... Yeah, we are, uh, we're excited about it and yeah. we'd love for you to go over there and apply and, uh, you can follow us on social media. All of it is apexgathering.com. You can search for that on so- social media, anywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. um, apex gathering is what it's called. You might get a few peeks at what's going to happen. If you look at the highlights on Instagram. Yeah. If you look at the, at the highlight reel, our yeah. social media team does a great job at, um, putting that together. And so, yeah. um, yeah, but for for real, we'd love reach to out. have you. It would be it would be amazing, and I truly believe. Like, I think it's easy for me to say, like, well, I think it'd be great for you. <laughs> like, well, of course you think that because you run it, right? Um, but I would say that well, the proof really is in um, in in the pudding. Like we have seen people's lives actually be changed at the bottom of our website. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, there is testimonials um, from one of our events from a couple years ago. And I just truly think that um, people's lives have been changed and that perspectives have been shifted and the kingdom has been furthered because of people taking a pause from the whirlwind of their everyday life. Hmm. 
and going to invest um, in their life. And so we believe that Apex exists to help kingdom leaders pursue the mountains that God has uniquely designed them to climb. The calling that God's put on your life, whether it's in the boardroom um, or in the sanctuary um, and anything in between, we believe that God has called you to something significant if you follow Jesus. And all of us have been called to do that. And so we'd love to add you. We'd love to have you be a part of the Apex family um, and kind of see what God is doing. And I just truly believe that it'd be good for your soul. So hope that you apply apexgathering.com. And uh, I know that's kind of a weird plug and push, but uh, for real, we'd just love for you to apply and just know that we would be honored uh, to have you spend some time with us there. Absolutely. So, well, enjoy the rest of your Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys or hearing from you guys or you hearing from us um, in the next couple weeks. So have a great day. See ya.